the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, we're here at Millburgers, where it's absolutely gorgeous. It's still fiested out. Uh, so that means there's just two more days to get your Fiesta medals uh, from Millburgers. Now, that's a $7 uh, cost, which is cheap. And that $7 goes all back to the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. My hope is that somebody from the folks of the Salvation Army will give us a call and that we'll uh, talk to them in a little while about all the good things. If not, I'll tell you a little bit about them later, but I'd rather have them come on and uh, and uh, so tell you all the stuff that the Salvation Army does here in San Antonio. But yeah, if you're a collector of Fiesta medals, you need to make sure that you have that Millburgers Fiesta medal uh, on you because it's a great looking medal with an old time pickup truck uh, with gardening utensils in the back trees and it looks good it's one of those ones you know i've seen how people react to these fiesta medals they kind of they kind of eyeball you oh yeah 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 oh look at that one and that's one of those and then the next words is how much is it oh okay yeah yeah when they they do that okay so look when i have my little orange bag full of metals oh you had an orange bag full of metals i did Okay. Well, why didn't you wear them? Were you just, you or were these were no, saws? No, these are saws. Saws Conservation Department. Has oh, okay. A lovely Mexican olive down at the Alamo, and with a hummingbird. Oh, how neat. Okay, so. Um, you can come by and get your Millburgers uh, medal right uh, right now, actually the next two days, and make sure that uh, you're supporting the Salvation Army. But it's one of those ones where people go, oh, where'd you get that? That's nice. I like that. So uh, anyway, 210-308-8867. I don't know why they have to sound like that when they say it. But yeah, I do. Yeah, no, what, what are you saying? Well, no, it's just they get excited. What are you they get excited and their voice raises. So, uh, hey, Bob, how you doing? Yeah. Woo! Where'd you get that? Uh, <laughs> you're correct. It's, it's a left. Yeah. All right. And uh, I'm hoping our uh, bee guy uh, came by. Oh, oh, you can hear me on the speaker. The bee guy will come by today. I heard, I heard the class was very successful. Good. Uh, I, <laughs> I, Did he bring some bees? Yeah, yeah. Any, any escapees? I don't know. Not that I know of. Um Okay, so I think they're all flint now. Um, but, yeah, hopefully he'll come by and he'll talk to us. Um, but uh, Mary was bringing stuff. Charles brought stuff. And it was one of those things where it was uh, uh, parents and kids, and the parents were, like, really getting into it. So uh, that's great. I'm glad we, uh, we opened it up for everybody, and uh, we'll find out. But he showed me pictures of it, and the amphitheater is just full of people. So that was great. 
All right. And if you want more information on all the upcoming activities here at the nursery, uh, be sure to go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com, and you'll find uh, all the information about upcoming seminars. We always tell you about them. Uh, but you can uh, plan your weekend in advance. Uh, Trace will come up in a little while. He'll tell us the plan to the weekend, I'm we sure. Can, we can, we can. Thank you. Uh, Mark Peterson, if you can't tell, is here with us, uh, sitting in for Calvin today and tomorrow. So uh, Mark uh, does a great job. So you can call us and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We'll put Mark to the test. Thank you. Thank okay. you, sir, for uh, that lovely introduction. Uh, thank you. Okay. And, and where do you work now? I work at the San Antonio Water System Conservation Department. Uh huh. So what do you all do? We try to conserve water. Okay. Because, you know, the gallon we save today means we don't have to pay for it in the future. Okay. Actually, even though you try, you are... No, no, no. no I mean, this is a bragging thing. Oh, okay. Uh, the Conservation Department with the San Antonio Water System is very successful. Uh, and is always being innovative and creating stuff, and I'm guessing a model for other cities. That is correct, sir. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. We have the we we, we put the slide up. Uh, it's a little out of date now, but it was uh, what we what we were pumping in in 1987, mm-hmm. and we look at it in 2009, and we're actually pumping less with more people. With more people. Yeah, and the cool thing, really. Um, Honestly, uh, Saws deserves a lot of credit, but the folks, the homeowners in San Antonio that are on the Saws water system. You, you beat deserve... me to that. I was oh, sorry. Say that was largely Mark... due. That difference is largely due <laughs> to the wonderful efforts of the, of the, of the uh, homeowners and businesses uh-huh. of San Antonio. I, I should have just okay, said that. Thank you, you. Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 not knowing how you'd answer, I mean, I could have said, well, Mark, why do you think that is? Uh, pretty much just Saws. Yeah, nobody else. No, 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 no I know no, you no. wouldn't say that. Uh, our, our wonderful CEO and president always makes sure that it's, hey. it's, uh, it's yeah. the citizens of San Antonio that has done that. All right. So we, remember I said the B guy? Yeah. So we got we got him up here. I'm going to give you the mic. That's okay. Wait, wait a minute, Milton. What's his proper title? Not B guy. Oh, he's a, uh, <laughs> what is it? Jim Bilson. Yeah, yeah no, Jim Bills a- is his atheist name. Atheist or atheist or oh, something atheist. like that. Yeah, Apiary. Yeah. Uh, but there were surprisingly very few apes down there. That's right, and there were none. No. Except for <laughs> I get a little closer to them. Which is for me. There. Right. the only ape there. Uh-huh. <clears throat> hey, so I heard it went great. Yeah, it was a great audience. There were about 38 kids. Uh, I think somewhere right around 70 people altogether. It was a pretty good turnout. Good. Yeah, it was great. And I understand, let's let's put it this way, the parents were just as interested as the as their children. Yeah, there were a lot of 30-year-old children there, (laughs) 40-year-olds, they were all children. But, um, yeah, it was really a lot of questions, a lot of concern, a lot about what to plant and how can I attract bees to my backyard. Okay, so since it's over, we're no spoiler alerts here. So what were you suggesting on how to attract bees to your backyard? Have a diversity of plants. All right. Limit your pesticides. Put out some water so you can attract bees because they're looking for water. All right. Have a habitat that's um, pollinates that allows flowers to bloom. Something beautiful. And then, uh, are there better plants? If you're just starting, are there must-have plants that? Uh, I think any plant that has uh, that blooms that doesn't have a like a deep-throated um, flower, okay. so they can get that proboscis in there and get the nectar. Um, One of the things I notice, and they're on sale, uh, Mexican heather. It is actually, you look at it, it looks blurry. Yeah, there's bees all over that. Yeah. That is probably the best. Really? I mean, it's it's good. It's, okay. 
all bees are looking for something to take nectar back to the hive because they want to survive this summer and this winter and they want to propagate and continue to make more bees and without those bees we would have one third less food to eat in america every third bite is because of pollination is that right yeah that's it and do you have any theories on the um the decline the decline oh boy is this is this yours no, no. This okay. is from this came this came from Rocky Mountain Bees. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Ooh. Which, by the way, is one of the best songs that John yeah, Denver does. Rocky Mountain, yeah. Rocky Mountain <laughs> Bees. Are they from Colorado? This is from Colorado. Okay. Not as from um, Utah. I'm sorry. Not describe what he just handed. Oh, I'm sorry. He gave us a honey sticks. Yeah, yeah honey stick. They're called native honey sticks, and they're um, 15 calories per stick. Ooh. And it's mm, a, wow. some quick energy. For, for, yeah, the, so, for those in the audience, I remember pixie sticks. Yeah, Looks they're like kind of like a pixie stick. Like only, a pixie stick. Only, yeah, for, only filled perfect. with honey. So can uh, oh did did you answer this stuff on the decline? No, I don't. Uh, or do we really know? No, it's there's people that are much smarter than than me that are out there working on this difficulty or the problem we're having. Um, it's not the native bees. Well, I don't know. It's not the native bees. <laughs> yeah, we don't know either. <laughs> about 4,000 native bees in America. Yeah. Um, they're on decline also, but it's mostly we're talking about the um, honeybee, the Apis mellifera that was introduced to North America about 400 years ago. When the settlers settled in America, they brought them from Europe. Those are the bees on decline. Those are the ones on decline? Yeah. Um, and is it, are people, since they don't know, are they just saying, okay, we can't solve it because we don't know, and until we know, we're just going to create friendlier habitats? Or I think have, it's, yeah, I think that's what we're doing. So we're going to try to get them to rake, to increase. A lot of them think there's some theories on pesticides and neonicotinoids, okay. um, organophosphates that are um, causing the bees to have neuro, neurotoxin problems. All right. One bee's okay, but when you have a whole hive of 60,000 bees bringing the same poison back into the hive, then it oh. affects the whole hive. Okay. Um, now, your hive, you have a hive, right? Yes. In fact, did anybody take you up and we'll, we'll give them a chance again on mentoring? Or did you bring that up on the... Uh, that was brought up. Oh, good. Was, I can't think of the gentleman that brought it up. Tracy? No. Yeah, Trace. Yeah, Trace. That's the gentleman that brought it up. He was talking about, talking with Charles mm-hmm. about, um, since you have 27 acres here... Get out of town and we're going to do a hive? Uh they were talking about that. They didn't say they were. Oh, we need to. <laughs> but they were just... Millburgers honey. <laughs> he said they wouldn't want to oh, sell yeah, the honey. Just like, and it said, they implied it. Uh-huh. But no words were said. No. It was... Um, nothing was signed. We'll have to ask Tracy. I called it Millburgers mentors. Oh, okay. Oh, so we're going to so, teach it. Oh, good. So okay. it would be some mentors would... Of course, we're still talking. Okay. That we would... I love this establish idea. Establish some hives and... <laughs> Have classes, ongoing classes, so we can. Um, that's where, a, that's where, a where would you put the hives, man? I, I don't know. I need a mentor. Uh, uh, no. I need a mentor to tell me where to put the hives. He said, put it up on the hill. That's, what uh, that's the best place for it. Right. Yeah. He said, up on the hill. <laughs> hey, right there. Now, do you, they were talking about your uh, your mentor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about your mentor idea, your 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 bee mentor idea. Okay. Well. Yeah. Anyway. Deny everything. Talk to you yet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll we'll let them decide. But, okay. Now, where is your hive? 
Now, Jim Bills is your name, right? My name is, yes, Jim Bills. I always want to say Bill Jims or something. That's okay. You can do that, too. Okay, Jim Bills. Yes. So where is your hive? I have a hive right over here at Bolverde Oaks Nature Preserve. About a oh, okay. Mile, oh, excellent. As a crow flies, straight across the, on the other side of 1604, about four hives over there. All right. We have a rescue bee yard in that area. It's ran by Green Space Alliance. Right. <clears throat> and I have beehives in my backyard, and I live inside the city. Okay. Now, is that live, good or bad? <clears throat> that's good. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, people have concerns about beehives in the city that you can't have them. Um, the city says you can... You can have bees. It's um, the communities. What's it? Oh, like HOAs? HOAs, that's the word. Okay, homeowners associations. Yeah, homeowners. Homeowners associations are the ones that have concerns about beehives in backyards. Okay. So So somebody listening who might want a beehive, the first thing would be? Contact your HOA and see if they I was going to say the the other thing. Don't tell your HOA. Oh, no, that's not good. (laughs) Uh, Then they really get upset. um, But, no, their, their concern might be? The danger of having a hive on their property. Is there a danger? There's a danger. Okay. And you have to learn how to manage bees. Okay. There are certain things you can do to mitigate certain um, aspects of bees attacking people. And that's something you'd have to belong to Millburgers Mentors to okay. get the class to know. Cool. To help you with that. There we go. See, it's coming about, even though. Okay. <laughs> now, That's all it took. Now, uh, now Jerry okay. is a well known butterfly whisperer. Do you think he could be a bee whisperer? Actually, no. No. <laughs> and, and Jerry's got bee knowledge. He used to do bees, right? I used to do bees. Yeah. And had your own, did you have Parsons Potent Penguin Honey? Or no, anything? no, no. That Parsons was way potent. before that. <laughs> oh, did you do honey? Oh, yeah. Okay. Big time, honey. Okay, so Jerry tried to answer the question. I'm going to ask you the same question. So you have competitions, okay, for the honey. Honey, yes, honey judging. Honey judging, okay. And so you want your your honey to be in top shape. Yes. Tip-top honey. Now, it seems like there are a lot of things that are out of your control. Uh, what What is in your control that you do to get the best honey? And is yours the best honey? Always. I figured that. Just always. Um, <laughs> your honey that comes from your backyard is always the best, and it's always good on biscuits. Oh, okay. It's always the best. I like the way Jim's thinking. Uh, what you could do is manage your bees, take care of them. All right. But you can't, if you don't have the food for them to eat, Right. the nectar, the pollen, the, the heather okay. to, for them to feed on, then you're not going to have quality honey. A lot of good honey comes out of the city or down south in Uvalde. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. That's, um, that's like the Yeah, the Wahia honey. That is the best, clear. Right. But that's a key to honey judging is it needs to be clear. Oh. Clean. I didn't know that. It needs to have no, no air bubbles in it. It has to look good in the jar. Oh, really? So jar size is important, too. So, so it's it how ca- you present something. That's interesting. So the competition is not just taste. Uh, not just taste, no. Oh, it's 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 look and it's, it's aroma, smell too. Yeah. Oh, how interesting! A I want to go to a honey tasting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, okay, it's tough. It's tough to be a judge. Is it tough? Yes. Do you why? Because it takes many. It takes several years to become a honey judge. Yeah. Because there are so many honey judges, uh, or to develop the skills to skills okay. to do it. It's, um, it's a no. skill. Okay. Do you do you compete? No. Okay. Can I we just, ask why? Um, that's not. No, I don't have no, no reason. Okay. I have no reason. I just 
He knows this is best. That's true. He, he already knows it. What's the point of, of shaming the other honey yeah. people? Um, and Okay, so let's see. What else to, can I find out about this? Now, um, one question we always get mm-hmm. is, I have bees in my yard. I don't want bees in my yard. Who can get call to get bees out of my yard? <laughs> I would call Millburgers Nursery. Okay. <laughs> and perhaps uh, we shouldn't have given Jim the mic. Yeah. I would. Although con- he's going to give, he's going to. I would contact Millburgers Nursery. Okay. And um, talk to one of the plant specialists and see if you could probably change the um, plant makeup in your yard oh. to attract pollinators like that if you're not looking for them. Oh, but if you've got a hive? Oh. I know someone who has a hive who does not want it. Oh, if they don't want the hive. No, no, no. They, yeah, they have Millburgers. You call Millburgers if you want them uh, so you can get the plants. No, they're like, please get them away. I, so I don't know who they call. Do they call pest control? Do they call? Are they in a box or are they in the inside of the building? Or yeah. are they, if they're in the wall in the house, you yes. have to call um, probably pest control Okay. to um, get those bees out of your house. Okay. Not only do they have to get the bees out of your house, they also have to get the honeycomb out of your house, the honey in, out of the the comb that's in the walls. Okay. So they will do some oh damage to damage to your to home. Skin. Okay. If it's bees that are swarming in a ball, call Millburgers. They can call someone at the ag off uh, the agricultural extension office in Bear County. Okay. And <clears throat> and I think the idea is that. That they're like, okay, well, somebody will really want these bees. I don't want to get them killed. I just want to, I want to move them to the country where they'll be happy. Yes, I want to relocate them. Uh, okay. <laughs> is that probably? Is it? Just keep with your advice that you gave a moment ago. Yeah, I would keep with it. Okay. All right. You know what is? Uh, people call all. You get a lot of calls from people to remove bees. Yeah. They're not always bees. Oh. Okay. They're paper wasps. Okay. They're wasps. They're bees that have been bees that have been there for three or four years, and they've entrenched themselves underneath the shed. Oh, okay. And they're difficult to get. Well, Jim, um, now if um, do can folks call you? Do you, you? I know you're just you're just a hobbyist. That's right. He's a hobbyist. So I don't know if you have anything. Do you sell your honey or? Okay. So we'll just we'll just wait to hear from you next time. Yeah, I, be, I belong to a group, Bees in the East. Okay, we so meet yeah. out at the water gym, uh, water garden gyms. Okay, the last Saturday of every month from ten to twelve. I also okay. belong to the Alamo area bees on the west side. Okay, so it's um, there are bee organizations in San Antonio that can help you. Oh, good. Okay, that's a good good lead. So there's east east coast bees and west coast bees and yeah, east okay. San Antonio's All right. west. Jim, thanks, man. I hope welcome. to talk to you again. Thank you. You bet, man. Great job. All right, 210-308-8867. we got to take a break. But give us a call. When we come back, Trace is going to talk about all kinds of good stuff. Uh, but give us a call and be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
That's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Boulevardy Road. And I'm so eager to tell you about all the things that are on sale because we've got color, color, color. Let's start off with colorful, beautiful vincas. They're on sale. This Texas superstar blooms in shades of pink, rose, white, and red. It's excellent in flower beds. And Millburgers carries the disease-resistant series called Cora. Now find it in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. One of the things that Millburgers is really high on is Summer Snapdragon, or Angelonia. This Texas superstar comes in white or pink, purple, and lavender. It's heat tolerant, and it's just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Caladiums. Now, just four eighty-eight in the 6-inch pot. Millburgers has Mexican Heather on sale for just four eighty-eight in the 1-gallon container. And Bougainvillea, come see all the beautiful Bougainvillea at Millburgers. You've never seen such colors. Now, in the 12-inch, ready to use pot for just $16.88. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Unity, the state of being united as a whole. We need to pray for unity. Join us on the steps of City Hall for the San Antonio National Day of Prayer this Thursday at 12 noon. Ephesians 4.3 says, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. The San Antonio National Day of Prayer, this Thursday at 12 noon, with pre-service music starting at 1130. For complete details, go to 930amtheanswer.com. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. For years, I've suspected U.S. and other world aid that has gone to the so-called Palestinians was being used to underwrite terrorism. Now, the Washington Free Beacon reports that some members of Congress want to compel the State Department to reveal how much it has given to convicted terrorists and their families. Representative David McKinley, Republican of West Virginia, and John Ratcliffe, a Texas Republican, are asking for a complete freeze on aid to the Palestinian government. This follows passage of the Taylor Force Act, which requires Palestinians Palestinians to stop these payments or face a cutoff of aid. The letter follows a free beacon report that the Palestinian Authority continues to spend American tax dollars on terrorists. Palestinian officials say they have no intention of following the new law, and that's another and compelling reason to freeze the aid now. Iran is the world's largest underwriter of terrorism. The U.S. should not be a part of efforts to destroy Israel and kill Jews. The new law should be enforced. Let's hope members of Congress can compel the State Department to obey it. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. to type music. I'm Milton Glick. Hey, listen, so we talked about pest control. You know who we like to talk about for pest control? That's Spider-Man Pest Control. So if you do have bees, and I have heard Warren and Spider-Man Pest Control talk about it, first off, they'll come over, they'll decide, they'll figure out what they are and how to eradicate them, and they'll uh, figure out the best way to do it. So they would, and uh, they're, they're going to be very sensitive to your needs in terms of your home and, and how to get them out and get the honeycomb and all that. So uh, if you do have bee problems and you're looking for somebody to help,
help you get rid of those or wasps or other flying insects. Spider-Man Pest Control is your best bet. And speaking of uh, flying insects, uh, if you're looking to get rid of mosquitoes, uh, then you want to call Spider-Man because he's got a cool thing that we have right up on the porch and uh, is, uh, is doing really well and a good job here up on the porch. And that's a little, it's a device that uh, you put water in, the mosquitoes go to it, they uh, get the, uh, the little powder on them that kills them, and they, but they fly out. And they put that powder on other things. So if you think of, like, baits. Oh, thank you. Sorry, Trace. If you think of, like, baits for ants, it works similarly. And uh, Disney World, Disneyland use it. So, uh, um, and, and Spider-Man is getting all kinds of good raves about it from the people who have, who have used it. And the cost is no different than a treatment uh, for uh, them, is what he told me. So uh, if you got to get rid of mosquitoes or if you want to get rid of anything, uh, no people, no relatives, just insects, rodents, uh, uh, mosquitoes and stuff, Spider-Man Pest Control is your best bet. They're your web of protection since 1976, and their number is 656-3721 at 656-3721 or go spidermanpest.com for Spider-Man Pest Control. Trace is up on the porch. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Trace. Good that, afternoon. You guys initially. Morning yeah. or gentlemen? Both. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so congratulations, by the way, on a good a good workshop. Uh, I think it was great. We had a lot of kids. I think it was a lot more adults down there that learned that's, more that's than, what I keep hearing. Yeah. than uh, than the kids did. So that's always good to, to have an informative one that, that people take something away from. Mm-hmm. So. For, for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. Okay, so what you got? What you got? All right, so plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. So Stephanotis. Sure, I remember Stefan. It, it's a tropical vine. Uh, very pretty, dark, glossy leaves, kind of like the shape of uh, some of the ficuses. And this has a real pretty white bloom. I believe it's quite fragrant. And this brings memories back to me. I actually had a customer back on a Mother's Day, hmm. uh, probably about 25, 30 years ago. And she came in, and in those days we used to wrap plants, put bows and all kinds of stuff on them for Mother's Day gifts. Well, we had had one of these in bloom, and she saw it, and she broke into tears. Goodness. This vine was what was grow- was was her house in, uh, and I want to say it was Cambodia or, or something similar to that, an Asian country. And um, so they had just a wooden structure uh, frame, and this was the walls and the roof. So uh, I always think back when I see this plant to how it affected that young lady, and she was just ecstatic so much that she was crying. Oh, wow. And again, if you go to uh, look for pictures online, so a white bloom, right? Is that yep, right? That looks like it. Yeah, and it's uh, very pretty. Uh, it's another pretty plant. So, does it say anything about fragrance? Uh, well, I'll, I'm only looking at the images. So, my, my nose hasn't worked in a long time. So. But it must be used for wedding bouquets because when you look at images, it looks under wedding bouquets and stuff like that. Let's see, under Wikipedia. Um, let's see what Wikipedia. While you're looking at that, yeah. so these are one-gallon cans. They've got a uh, U-shaped trellis on them. They are 14.99. I would grow it as a container plant. Um, I, I believe it's tropical value. Uh, is much better off in a pot where you can move it in and out. So let's see now. Okay, according to Wikipedia, 
uh, grown for their strongly perfumed, waxy tubular, usually white flowers. Yeah. So very, very fragrant and uh, a wonderful addition to any container gardening, uh, whether it be porch or patio. All right. So Stefan Otis. Um, Did you have a common name? Um, Madagascar Jasmine, there you maybe? Go. Uh, okay. But there's a number of different Stefan Otis. Which one is this one? Um, uh, Jasmine, they... Oh, so it's, okay. so it's probably the... Madagascar. Is that what this Madagascar Jasmine, yeah. Yeah, I would guess so, yeah. Yep. Jasmine de Madagascar. Yep. Uh, Bridal Veil um, is another name for it. So this is the plant of the weekend. So it's in the one gallon, or how many? Are there different sizes? No, just one gallon, and there's uh, about a dozen. Okay. Ooh, wow. So how much are they? They are fourteen ninety nine. Ooh, that's really good. All right. So here's the dealio. It's a vining thing. Yes, sir. If you um, if you want one, come get one now at the fourteen ninety nine. But if you can't get here now, uh, and you know you're going to be here tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday, call the Millburgers right now. At 497-3760, 497-3760, and tell them you want Stefan Otis, the plant of the weekend for this weekend. And if you want one, two, three, whatever you want, tell them how many you want. Stefan Otis. Stefan Otis. Stefan Otis? Tell them you want Stefan Otis. <laughs> He's got to go somewhere else with it always. What? <laughs> I'm missing it. Maybe I should. What, what about Madagascar? Oh, Madagascar Jasmine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or Madagascar Jasmine. Yeah. AKA. I like Stefan, like someone's name, and then Otis. Their last name is Otis. Stefan Otis. Madagascar Jasmine, as I'm getting a look, uh, too. And and uh, just tell them you want it, and they'll put them aside for you. Yeah, and then yeah, then you just come pick them up on Monday or Tuesday. So if you can't come by or tomorrow, if you can't come by, so it's a great uh, opportunity. You just call four nine seven three seven six zero. Cool. Jerry, Jerry's fascinated. Yeah, he is. Yeah. All right. It looks like a tough plant. I wonder how, I guess it can, if it doesn't freeze back, I imagine yeah. it gets pretty tall. If well, you use it over her house. Yes, it was her roof and her walls. But you could print it back, keep it on the trellis. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What else, Trace? Anything else? Um, no, I'll have uh, some input tomorrow on stuff that might be coming in this week, but uh, I'm still in the dark right now. Okay, cool. All, All right. We got this first signs of spring. Yeah. Vinca's on sale. I Ooh. saw that, yeah. Vinca periwinkle on sale. I will hint butterflies. <laughs> okay. Think okay, butterflies. For tomorrow. For tomorrow. For tomorrow. Yes. Oh, okay. Think butterflies. Okay. That's what we call on radio a good tease. Nice job. Y'all never put the 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 selling factor on this Vinca Fairwind. What is the selling factor deer of Deer resistant. Okay. Yep. Unequivocally deer resistant. Zinnias and periwinkle are my two annual choices. Let's see. The selling factor on this Vinca to me is it's Cora. Yeah. That's yeah. a good So, um, you know, it's far less likely to have problems as your traditional Vinca's. Absolutely. Would. Jerry, Jerry, what are the two? We're looking for Cora and there's another series. Nirvana. Nirvana. Okay. Look at this guy. I know. It's like, oh. He knows his stuff. Do you have Nirvana? 
No. <laughs> he, he's uh, not in Nirvana. I, I, do, I do have a supplier. I'll have to see if he's doing them. But Nirvana is not done by seed. It's uh, cuttings. by cuttings. Yeah. So uh, most uh, most people, if they're going to do it, are going to do it in a hanging basket. Yeah. Because that at least makes it worth the extra effort of the cuttings. So it could happen. And when it does, I'll let you know. Thank you, sir. Cool. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And we have another guest up on the porch. Are you are you ready? Okay, we'll go. We'll talk to Ann Schiller after the break because you probably want to know all about what Festival of Flowers is going to look like this year. So she's going to tell us. Uh, it's coming up in just a little while. 210-308-8867. Okay, did we did we suggest what I could do for my what? my, my bag of thrips? Okay, explain what you have. You have roses. I have my Belinda's Dream rose, which has started blooming ugly blooms, which which, which doesn't open all brown. the way. Yeah, yeah they, they don't turn. They don't open up, and they turn brown, particularly on the edges. Yes, they look bad. And when right. you put them in a little sack, they have. Uh, semi-microscopic. Uh, yeah, when you look in the sack, uh, you can see little clear bugs down there. Oh, yeah. Can you see the guys? Yeah. The clear, the, I, I clear to slightly I yellow or you amber. Can, yeah, you can see them in the corner. Yeah, running around. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what are the, what are those little guys? Thrips. Thrips. Yep. So you have to do you do a preventive spray. Okay. Something like uh, I think they have a. They have some. We should ask Trey, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure they have a rose, a like rose, rose defense. defense. Yeah, but uh, I think that has uh, neem oil on it. In it. So, rose defense does. Um, yeah. This is extremely common among roses. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah, that's why we we're just kind of chuckling when yeah. I have thrips on my roses. Yeah, well, who doesn't? No, it's very, so is very this common. just the amount of thrips, or yeah, you know. is this the one where you're trying to use the systemic so that you could? Okay, um, but Jerry's right. You want to use a preventative spray um, in the wintertime to oh. their eggs to prevent the eggs from coming. Okay, so how long do you suffer with thrips? If you uh, clearly, I have them now because I have a bag full of them, three roses and a bag full of thrips. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, one of the best country songs of all say, time. Like song three right roses and a bag yeah. of thrips. All right. Anyway, sorry. Um, so, um, I'd like the Belinda's dream will keep blooming. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I cut off the blooms that I have now? Right. Oh. Do I have to? Or you can spray them uh, with the, with the uh, uh, acephate or or uh, orthene wor- uh, spray, which which a lot of the rose, the bare bare rose uh, defense uh, has in it. All right. So so yeah. So, so a lot of the bare products have the uh, uh, like amadacaprid, um, the systemic type. Right. Okay. So you put that on the bottom, and it would, the tree will it absorb the plant it up. Will pick it up. Yeah, the plant will pick it up, and then so I'll have a if I the next bloom cycle, if I trim it, will look nicer. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. If you spray it every seven to ten days yeah. for how many or days? Spray just, the buds. Okay. 
Oh, and, okay. And, and before they bloom. Spray the buds before they bloom. And then you could use, uh, like I said, a neem oil or um, I, I love my seven. Okay. Um, but you'd have to do that every seven to ten days. Okay. And there are a lot of thrips, considering these were like three buds. The bag is yeah, full they're, of Yeah, they're on onions. They get on onions, too. Oh, okay. Did, did you have a question, sir? Can you can you come on? Do you want to be on the air? It's easy. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. Here, let me give you the microphone. You're on the air. These, tell these guys what you got. I just have a 30-year-old magnolia that's looking like this. It's kind of yellowish and doesn't have any oomph to it. Yep. Uh, it is reaching the first week of May. So magnolias, first week of May, even though they're evergreen, they start shedding their leaves. And so for the next, yeah, so for the next couple of weeks, they'll be shedding these leaves, and they're turning uh, a, a light brown, tanned, yellowish color with some fungus on the edges. Those little brown dots, yeah. black dots. Okay. That's fun, fungi. Um, so uh, standard operation is kind of collect all these. Yeah. And then uh, a nice slow-release fertilizer. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering what you're doing over there. Uh, nice slow-release fertilizer on that. Uh, I always recommend an iron product as well. Okay. Um, just because these are native to sandier soils around Houston and further east, so um, they may need a little, a little chelated iron. Okay. And what's our favorite chelated iron? Uh, Iron Eight, or is that what it's no. called? No, I, yeah, that was the old brand which we love. Oh, but it's high yield Iron Plus. Oh, Iron Plus, yeah, yeah. high so, yield Iron Plus. And, right. they, and they do have it because I checked this morning. Okay, and they do well, have I'll it. I'll get some. Yeah, uh, and then that, and How then much? a nice, a nice compost and a mulch, uh, like the living mulch that they have, a, co- a combination kind of, of around the drip line. Drip or? line. Yep. Okay, so not. It's not very a, important for magnolias to have that uh, a drip line and in, so nothing under the interior. Yeah, right. Not nothing next to the trunk. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, that's what it is. I always la- laugh because uh, they they start dropping around first of May, and then they'll start putting the flowers on too. Once yeah, the newlies on, the, the the flowers will come out. Oh wow! About the third week. And then May. how much do I need to water? A good soaking. Every 14 days. Okay. They need a little bit more, so we like to say that twice a month. Like a soaker hose in the same area? Or oh, yeah, or, or get a cup of coffee and, just and, and go, out, go there. out there and soak it. Okay. I can do that. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks. Right. Thanks. And since you're the first question of the day, you get a bag of thrips. Would you <laughs> like to? <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. And Schiller is up next right after this. We'll talk about Festival of Flowers uh, in just a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm so eager to tell you about all the things that are on sale because we've got color, color, color. Let's start off with colorful, beautiful vincas. They're on sale. This Texas superstar blooms in shades of pink, rose, white, and red. It's excellent in flower beds. And Millburgers carries the disease-resistant series called Cora. Now find it in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. 
One of the things that Millburgers is really high on is Summer Snapdragon or Angelonia. This Texas superstar comes in white or pink, purple, and lavender. It's heat tolerant, and it's just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Caladiums. Now, just 4.88 in the 6-inch pot. Millburgers has Mexican Heather on sale for just 4.88 in the 1-gallon container. And Bougainvillea, come see all the beautiful Bougainvillea at Millburgers. You've never seen such colors. Now, in the 12-inch ready to use pot for just sixteen eighty eight. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face, and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great Discount Syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. Log on to the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Oh, Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, The Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. Hugh Hewitt sees problems on the hill. If you don't know and you just start playing Skittles with Pompeo, you're incredibly reckless. So every Democrat who votes against him should be retired. He's unfit to be a senator. Every single Republican voted for John Kerry and all but one Republican voted for Hillary Clinton. And so you can see there's a double standard here. Trump derangement syndrome is at work. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And uh, Anne's going to visit us at 1 o'clock. She's going to uh, kind of tour the nursery and talk to a few people here. So we'll find out about upcoming Festival of Flowers and all the changes at 1 o'clock here on the show. 210-308-8867. Hey, speaking of living mulch and compost and uh, oh, soils, yeah. quality organic products right there on Lookout Road. Open today until 2 o'clock is your place to go to get all those great products. Um, there's about four different soils, a wide variety of different mulches and compost. There's even a veggie compost uh, that you can get to that he's had great results with. Uh, Todd um, is very proud of the work he's done working with uh, with Malcolm and Malcolm Beck and uh, some others and to develop his own stuff as well as to kind of do this, some of the stuff that, that's been done in the past. And uh, it's a uh, 
folks love it. In fact, landscapers use quality organic products for uh, what they do every day. So these are professional people whose livelihood depends on the quality of the products they get from quality organic products. Uh, and uh, organic is a big part of what you get there, too. So if you're looking for these things, they can deliver. You can go pick it up. They can even do it by the bag. That's quality organic products, 210-651-0200, 651-0200. Look them up online. You'll find out uh, more about what they do at qualityorganicproducts.com. All righty. I'm, I'm exhausted. Oh, hey, uh, and let, me, let me tell you, too. So many guests today. Yeah, yeah. we have. Uh, Millburger Nursery, the metal. Don't forget, two more days uh, to get the 2018 Fiesta metal from Millburgers with the pickup truck and the gardening equipment in the back and the stuff. Uh, and uh, it's one of those ones that will get lots of compliments, and you'll feel good about it. $7. And you know what? That $7 all goes back to the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. So uh, come on by and uh, pick that up. 210-308-8867 is our number. We're getting some questions in. Uh, I guess it's uh, spring has sprung and people are wanting to plant Bermuda grass seed. Uh, got seed. Seed from okay. seed. Uh, said, hello, we have rental, rental property in San Antonio. The backyard is L-shaped. And the bulk, bulk of the area is roughly 70%, has no shade and no ground cover. It is dirt only. Uh, the other 30% has pretty much dense shade and there's plenty of ground cover. St. Augustine mixed with some low-growing weeds. <laughs> we brought in some topsoil tilled and leveled and seeded the dirt with Bermuda. We're having some success with lots of little blades popping up. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good sign. Uh, since this will be rental property, we will want something that is very easy to maintain. Is Bermuda the only seed sufficient for the bare areas, or should we overseed? Overseed with what? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We aren't. We aren't looking for a gorgeous turf. Just something hardy. Thank you. A couple different questions there. They, they made sure that they pointed out that they had full sun. Mm-hmm. And then the seed. Right. Uh, well, pretty much that's the only seed available is Bermuda. Right, right. And, Bermuda. And, and when they said overseed, well, around here that means with a rye. And that won't no, make it full sun. Not at this time of the year. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that would be what I would I would say. What, what, what was the answer? Far says, uh, Sarah, I think Bermuda is your best bet. It should continue to germinate with the warmer weather. Just work at keeping it uh, growing thicker. Now, one, one thing on Bermuda, you just don't throw it out there and walk away. Uh, if, you, if you have a small property, if you have a, a property like she's describing, uh, I would recommend that you do small areas at a time rather than the whole area at once because you've got to keep it wet until it germinates. So uh, you've got to water it uh, probably two, twice a day to keep that soil moisture uh, in there and we'll keep it wet until the Bermuda uh, seed germinate. Yeah, Calvin did an article or, or had a bunch of guidelines for saws when he was working there and you go three to four weeks. First yeah. week, twice a day. Right. Second week, every day, 
On Bermuda, but, say. Yeah, on Bermuda. And uh, then that, that last week, uh, four or five da- times that week. Yeah. And you go to another week and do the same thing. So three to four weeks on that. But it's got to be light, frequent watering. Right. Not a lot. Not a not a lot of water. Not, not, not a lot. Not a lot of water all at once. A light, frequent watering. I mean, just just keeping it damp. That's the only thing. Right. Because you only have a, oh, I don't know, sixth of an inch of a root. Yeah, that's all you need. So you only have to dampen the soil to to, to make it grow. But I was going to say this is uh, the time of year. We always say uh, middle of April to middle of October. This is grass planting time. Right. Uh, people have been waiting anxiously. Yeah. Now, I would have gone with sod myself, but, you know, go with seed. Well, yeah. it's, a native, it's a native area, and it's yeah. big, big area, so they just want to do it the cheapest way they can get away with. Uh, How much rain did we get? Oh, inch, you would have. Inch and a half? Yeah. Depends on where you were? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. In but, some neighborhoods, it was a little bit more than others. Uh, but on average... Uh, I didn't look because no. I took two days off, so I didn't no. look when. <laughs> About an inch and a half. Okay, that's good. Inch to inch and a half. Any more than an inch, usually we start having uh, runoff issues. Oh, okay. So we like we like it three quarters to to an inch is is optimum. Right. Um, got a question here. Says it is better to start uh, low quads from seed or cuttings. Uh, I th- I think it's probably easier from seed. I've done it both ways uh, on on Mr. Moore's loquat, and the the problem with the cuttings is they will root, but they take a heck of a long time to do it. Yeah, you got to get the right and, and it's in the hardness. Mist, it's in a mist bed too. Yeah. You don't know whether you got to get semi-hard or hard. Yeah. Piece of sign. So I I, find I that- just since this is a good year for I mean. Uh, Prefer a fairly good year for a low quad. I think you. I think you'll do better just going from seed. I find the easiest way to start a low quad is to come to Bloomberg's and purchase one. Well, that's true too. <laughs> but they, they they want the more low quad. Oh, okay. Particular one. Well, you didn't and, say that. You didn't say they wanted the more low quad. I know. I didn't read that because I that would then I would stimulate questions to. Where can I get the Moy Loquat? Well, you can't. Oh. And so uh, she, 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 she's in my group. Oh, oh, and oh. Speaking of, uh, so, so just to balance out one thrip issue in my yard and to balance that out with success, um, the um, Whopper Begonia. Uh, is uh, now finally kind of recovered from any damage that the winter, the cold winter did. And, man, those plants are nice. Yeah. Have you looked at them? No, I haven't looked at them. No, not yet. Oh, they're really taking off. Is that right? And and why is it finally recovering? Because I was going to bring this up. Oh, I don't know. I guess the warm weather. and We haven't had really, really warm weather. Uh, Normally we have a 90-degree day. Already, we haven't had one yet. Oh, did you have a question? And can we ask it on the air? Yeah, tell us what you got. Tell us. Uh, oh no, it's easy. All right. Okay. Yeah, she says you have to do it. 
There seems no, no, to no, be no, some okay. debate can, among the spouses. All right, you, you want to do here, here, you do the Mark and I will talk while you, he answers your question. Yeah. So I was going to bring that up today. As, What's that? As I, um, you know, it really has been cool weather so far. Yeah, it's been uh, odd. Because some people spring. want to start putting in some of their hot weather plants in their vegetable garden. Oh, yeah. Okay. Normally we go, oh, yeah, you, start, you could start doing your, your okra and your eggplant and your peppers now. And I'm like, I don't know if I would do it. Maybe I'd wait one more week. Really? Because the soil has not warmed up enough. Well, with these uh, kind of, we've, we've had a, a, some weird cool fronts that have kind of yes. come in. Like I asked you how much rain we got, and uh, but after the day afterwards, when you opened the door to, to go to the car to go to work, it was nice and cool, like right. cool enough that you were going, hmm, do I need a little more, a little light jacket or something? So yeah, it's been weird. It it, it has been lovely. Yeah, I no, have, no, absolutely. I enjoyed it, but as far as plants are concerned, it's been a little cool so far. Yeah. So that's kind of held off on some of our. Grass planting and, okay. and certainly the hot weather vegetables that we like to plant. Again, those are the okra, Oscar okra is the selection we like. And then uh, the eggplants, and I prefer the, the Asian ones, which are longer and narrower. And then um, peppers, peppers are fine. So we, got, we, have to, we should get the peppers in the ground already. Okay. And by the way, we'll ask Trace when he comes up. But Millburgers has a wide variety of peppers. Hopefully, still he has. The, we have the uh, Parsons, uh, formerly the Parsons Penguins. Yeah, is it formerly? AKA. Yeah, also known. There you go. Also known as, um, and um, the LaJoy. Yeah, or, the J Lo. Yeah. The LaJo, uh, the world's largest jalapeno pepper. Yeah, and. Um, uh, some uh, different hot peppers and some ornamental peppers, too. I see the ornamentals are out there because uh, they've got that purple look to them, so they're kind of Yes, cool. that's what I like. And there is one that is a superstar. Yeah, I think uh, it's um, the one we featured I'll, last week. What yeah. was that? I, uh, I, I don't remember. I always want to say midnight something, um, but that's not what it is. Um, yeah, it's the one that Trace had as the plant of the weekend. When we comes up, we'll... We'll bug him about that. But, yeah, Millburgers has lots of, uh, of peppers and, and stuff like that. So, uh, so yeah. Okay, we'll put the plug in. Yeah, so come on so over to Millburgers was, and get your there you go. peppers. Get your peppers and your Fiesta medal mm-hmm. for $7 benefiting the Salvation Army. How much of that $7 goes to the Salvation Army? All of it does. That's right. Yep. All of it. Every cent, There's which is really cool. And No skimming off the top for administrative purposes or no. CEOs or anything like that. And by the way, uh, that $7 that goes to the Salvation Army, uh, pertinier, uh, all of it goes into services. Pertinier. Uh I think it's 82%, which is uh, very high, and I'm, I'm thinking it's, it may even be more. Yeah. So... Um, the uh, you can feel good. Just that medal is really helping out folks in San Antonio. Um, and again, I'm going to wait a little while longer. But uh, Salvation Army is involved with helping children, veterans, uh, people in the emergency state, homeless, uh, families, um, and uh, it really is uh, from literally from the shoes to their heads uh, with the shoe in project that they do. And there's a couple other things coming up too. Uh, so uh, that that donation helps out, and where there's an emergency, the Salvation is there. They're uh, they're food trucks helping people out, uh, making sure they have they have they have boots on the ground, 
right there. And so they're making sure that people are getting their needs met right there, which is really, really cool. Okay, so 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. You mentioned uh, temperature and soil temperature, I think, uh, as far as it related to the uh, planting of seeds uh, for the grass. What was the, the tree that the old the old timers used to say was? Uh, oh, okay. When so it, when, it was the, when it old, leaves out. the old old timers like myself. Yes. No, we were always told uh, that at, uh, once the mesquites start blooming, and sometimes they put both mesquite and wee sash together. I think so, I heard the wee sash. Yeah, it says once they once they bloom, there will be no more freezes. Oh, okay. Well, did that happen a while back? Because we haven't. Have they, did they bloom a while back? Yes. Okay. But I thought it was a leaf out thing. I thought once pecans leafed out. Well, that's true. You could also use that one. Uh, pecans are one of the last trees to bloom, to leaf out. Okay. Uh, the last one is always Chinese pistache. That's always the one. I always get phone calls on that. Is my Chinese pistache is dead? No, just wait. It is very late in the year. Okay. Sometimes almost to right now. We even saw, and this must be difficult because uh, to be a answerer of questions um we even saw a grape myrtle that was blooming which seems a little Already. early i know yes. which seems a little early again, for grape myrtles so again i predict that yes. it will be uh, a slow year uh, for the grape myrtles to bloom because it has been so what does cool. that mean well they won't they they're not going to bloom until later in june oh and this was in a protected area so to, i mean it was in a a well-maintained garden that had other trees. Did it heat coming off the sides, the walls? Was it enclosed? No, 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 no. It was around other plants, oh. uh, but uh, it had pretty pink blooms on it. So, uh, but uh, but again, I know what happens is people see that and then they go look at their crepe myrtle, like I was looking at the ones yeah, here. Why? Go, why? Why won't you bloom? What's what's wrong with us? Um, so anyway, okay. So we got a couple minutes left. Do you want to talk about the question that they asked you that they wouldn't come on the air about? <laughs> Uh, they live up around Canyon Lake, and they they had a had a over kind of an overhang situation where the, where they uh, needed shrubs. Oh, okay. Small shrubs, and I told them to stick with the hollies, Yopon or Burford. Uh, they got deer. They oh. said deer won't eat Yopon, right? I think in, that, in most neighborhoods. Yeah, in most instances. Under most kinds of circumstances. But uh, and then we we recommended in front of uh, uh, in front of the dwarf hill pond that uh, they've got a semi-shaded area, you know, mm-hmm. like all beds are. Some of it gets full sun, some of it gets uh, partial shade. So I re- recommended blue plumbago. I said you're going to have to trim it back if you put it in front of the dwarf yopon holly because it's going to overgrow. It's going to be about the same size and not yeah. look really well or overgrow. Yeah, overgrow, especially in, in the early years. Mm-hmm. Right, so then we, then we recommend Coravinca for the flowers. And that's our uh, cue that we need to get you caught up with the news. So we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We talk a lot about different activities. Uh, we're going to talk about Festival of Flowers when we come back. And uh, we want you to know that you can go to com to learn more about um, 
all those activities and what are happening, including, uh, he mentioned, Green Spaces Alliance. We'll tell you a little bit about an event they have coming up that Calvin wrote about today. In a moment, answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Well, Festival of Flowers is uh, just about coming up. Uh oh, hold on. I'm gonna. Okay, sorry. Are you gonna yell at her some more? Or are you done? Okay, that's okay. All right, uh, let me give out the, our phone number. I'll back up. I'm so excited to talk to Ann. So 210-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's a beautiful day out here uh, where Mark will uh, uh, gently yell at you about making sure that you're uh, getting your saws uh, rebate plants right. Did I do that right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so embarrassed. Well, no, you did okay. That's okay. You cared. That's That's all that matters. So, uh, but uh, come on out and uh, be a part of this. You can ask your gardening question in person or call us at 210-308-8867. But as you know, Millburgers and the show are always part of Festival of Flowers, and you're probably wondering what's happening with Festival of Flowers this year. Um, so we, we have uh, gotten Ann to come up, and she's going to talk a little bit about it because uh, there is some new news, and I'm guessing some news I may not even know yet. So hi, Ann. Right. Well, there is news because we're moving. Okay. We're going to be down more uh, more towards north-central San Antonio. We've been at the Shrine for the last 20 years. This year, we're going to be at the Austin Highway Event Center, which is close to uh, Northwood, Oakville Farms, Windcrest, uh, Terrell Hills, Alamo Heights. And so we've moved inside 410. But we're kind of excited about that because uh, we think a lot of you know, everything is moving with us. Everything mm-hmm. that people love about Festival of Flowers is moving with us. Good. Whether it's the citywide plant exchange, um, the herb cooking demonstrations, the organic roundtable, our Saturday seminars, um, the floral design challenge, all of it is moving with us. And, of course, the indoor garden mall mm-hmm. with lots and lots of vendors, plant gardening accessory material, uh, landscape material vendors. And Millburgers is always the centerpiece of our indoor garden yeah. mall. They have beautiful they always create a beautiful garden that's kind of stroll through. Mm-hmm. And so you'd be surprised how many people are stopping in there and taking pictures of each other. Great photo <laughs> And it's kinda lucky that Mark is here today because our co host is Saws. Oh. And, in fact, we were over there at the site just yesterday looking, and he was laying out their display and their activity as you enter the show. The Gardner Volunteers of South Texas will be mm-hmm. assisting us and creating a, uh, a wonderful display. Uh, and they're also going to be helping out on the free plant giveaway, the one mm-hmm. plant that we provide everyone. That's right. Everyone, uh, well, it's first come, Every first serve. Yes. But you get a free Xeriscape plant if you want it. Um, most people do. Yeah. Uh, but it is first come, first serve, and it's limited to one per person. 
but um, but yeah, it is one of the popular things. Right, right. People. So uh, it's still only seven dollars. All the parking is free, and there is as much parking there as there was out at oh, good. the Shrine, our older location. So I think that people are going to be pleasantly surprised. It'll be new, but it'll be the same. Okay. Just in a new venue, and it's on Austin Highway. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what it's between. It's, it's I, uh, between um, Eisenhower Road and Waltzham. Okay. So it's really handy if you're coming around that 35-410 interchange in northeast San Antonio. And, again, it's convenient to that 281 corridor, uh, the Northwood, Oakwell Farms, Terrell Hills, Windcrest, Alamo Heights, Amish Park, um, that whole area there is now going to be served by Saws and the Festival of Flowers. Okay, so the it's coming. So it's coming up. It's, it's coming now. up. It's Saturday, May twenty sixth. Again at the Austin Highway Event Center. You can go to safestivalflowers.com. We'll be putting up more and more information about our attractions, our speakers. Uh, the price is still very low. Admission is only seven dollars for adults. Children under 10 are free, and lots of free parking. Um, and we have a plant plant checkout room. I'm sorry, plant check room, so that uh, as you're buying, you can just kind of park your plants. And we'll even have someone to help you out with them if you need that. For those who like addresses, uh, it is 1948 Austin Highway. Well, oh, okay. Mark. Let's see. So you can put it in your Google. And, yeah. and then uh, find us over that way. It's very near Sunset Memorial Park. Yeah. It's right across the way. Kind of right. county corner. It's right across from it. Um, and I'll be back in a couple of weeks with some tickets to give away. Oh, good. Okay. So um, all the things that you have cone that mm-hmm. you love about Festival of Flowers, just a different location. Mm-hmm. That's right. Anything um, in particular that you're excited about this year, or can you tell us yet? Uh, can't tell you yet. Okay. <laughs> I, I I am excited about it. Oh, uh, it's the first thing uh, when Ann and I were in there, and I was looking over the the site. I'm like, this is, or this site has multiple opportunities. Oh, good. Okay. So it is uh, the Huge. venue is large and it's fabulous and good ingress and egress. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it has, I think it uh, has a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, it, will, it will be very great. It will be very showy. And that's May what? May Saturday, May 26th. May 26th. And yes. Caleb will be there. Yep. What? We'll be doing our show. Who will be there? The three of you. Oh, us. You, you'll be yeah. there. I'll be there in the morning drinking coffee and going, Just, you're supposed <laughs> to be over there. That's right. <laughs> um, Mark's always great at directing traffic. Oh, that's good. This line, if you want to plant. This line, if you just want to get a ticket. <laughs> Very good, Mark. It takes a big voice to do that. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's that's before I have my coffee. Oh, that's before. <laughs> oh, once you have the coffee, you're a little more mellow. Yeah. You, and then, um, let's see, anything people should prepare for? Of course, you've got uh, the, the grant. Of course, the plant exchange. Yeah, the granddaddy of all plant exchanges. Right, exactly. Over a 1,000 plants exchanged every year. Uh and also, you know, if you are a plant-loving person and you love to talk about plants to people, you know, 
If you would like to become a friend of the Plant Exchange, you can call me, and my number is on safestivaloflowers.com. Okay. Uh, It's a lot of fun, and our friends of the Plant Exchange, who who do work a shift, always get a nice gift, which is in the form of a Fox Farm uh, soil and compost product. Um, So that's good. And also, our floral design... Uh, challenge. If you love arranging flowers, join that. That is where you arrive and you're, you see this array, many buckets of flowers, and you have an hour and a half to create an arrangement, and then during the day people go, our visitors to the show, vote on them. And then the first place uh, vote getter will get a nice prize. And that's the same thing that the Daylily Society does too. I forgot about that. The 2018 Daylily show and sale will also be at the Festival of Flowers. Very cool. All right. So we'll uh, we'll wait to hear for, for, by the way, the website's up. So SAFestivalofflowers.com for more information or addresses and stuff like that. And, and I'll be back in a couple of weeks with some um, tickets that you can give away. Good. Okay. Great. Thanks, Ann. All right. Thank you. We'll keep talking about it. All right. You take care. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. So is it too late to start putting together? we got a month. Can we start developing plants now for the plant exchange? Develop. Plant seeds, well, we make cuttings. Uh, <laughs> we, y'all know. We, we always... The, our GVSD uh, research. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the R and D team. Oh, always uh, donate plants to get the plant exchange started. Oh, okay. We, they the the team had developed plant for spring bloom, right. which is always second Saturday in March, and then they, they immediately start working on the next big event, which is the Festival of Flowers. So they they're going to have some. Rare and unusual plants again. Very for cool. A festival of flowers. Okay. Yeah, I like to say that R and D team. Just like that, that makes them sound like they're in lab coats and cats. yes, it nah. does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else you got going on there? We better start talking about these events. Yeah, we got a lot of events. Our Calvin's going to return and bust <laughs> us in the head. We haven't even mentioned his article. Oh, no. Oh, we, yeah. we, we yeah. did, we did a little, a little bit, but mention it some more. No, you had a tease. You had a tease before the break. Yeah. You were you were answering their question. Oh, oh okay. So, anyway, yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about it. I don't mm-hmm. know anything much about it. All right, so. I, fi- I found out I'm going to be there. Green Spaces Alliance has an event. That's coming up on May 19th. It's actually two events, so you can participate in one of two ways. We'll put it that way. Uh, there is going to be a, a home tour, a garden tour, if you will, through um, um, King, the King William District. Now, last year it was through uh, Monta Vista. This year it's through King William. And I, I've heard about some of the homes and uh, what they've got, and it's really, really cool. 
Um, with they, s- yes, they have a theme, and it's going to be what to do in largely shaded areas. Mm-hmm. Because uh, yeah, that's kind of a, a question that Jerry and I get all the time. Yeah. Is, well, I have lots of shade. What can I do? So there will be lots of uh, uh, gardens that you can see uh, what plants uh, they've used, whether they use hardscape, fountains, etc., in, in a largely shaded area. Yeah, and uh, they're uh, in talking to uh, Gail Gallegos yesterday, who is the executive director of Green Spaces Alliance, um, it's interesting what they've chosen to pick uh, for the, the thing, uh, including some, um, what did she call them, some garden rooms, which I thought were like solariums. But they're, they're, it's like one of the homes has basically they took and they've separated out the yard, and these are little outdoor rooms that they've, not, you know, not literally yeah, rooms. Little vignettes. Yeah, which, there you go, that's a great description, uh, which is really cool. And I think this one was on a tour. She was talking about it. Uh, it was kind of, it wasn't funny, uh, but it was like, oh, wow. Uh, so one of the homes uh, that I think we're going to see last year um, had a big old red oak that, I guess, died and fell which suddenly made her garden went from being a shade garden to a sun <laughs> garden because the thing that was causing the shade. So um, theirs now, I guess, has gotten a lot of sun plants and so and grasses. But it is interesting what they do. So that's one part of the tour. Now, you can go, by the way, uh, to greensatx.org. I'm doing that from memory. No, I'm looking for it right now. So uh, Greensatx.org to find out more information. Yes. And the other is a luncheon that's going to be... Um, Held at um, I'm from 11:30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Right, and, the, and I'm trying it's to find the, where it's, it's going to be. It's the Monty. Oh, the Monty Plus Ivy. I had there you no go. idea, but please, it's the a, Monty Plus Ivy, which is on South St. Mary's between Parita, or just a bit, little bit south of Parita, and it's where I saw the crepe myrtle that was blooming. Ah, so it's uh, it's they've taken a, a formerly it was a restaurant and they've decorated it up and made it an event center. It's a beautiful event center. Uh, and so it's more of a luncheon with music and and uh, some other fun stuff. And uh, we'll be there broadcasting. And uh, so we can, uh, but uh, if you want to support Green Spaces Alliance, uh, this is a great way to do it on May 19th. All right. So uh, the tickets for just the tour right. will be $20 for members and $25 for non-members. And it was greensatx.org. Forward slash featured event. Oh, okay. Right. I knew I knew it was in the article somewhere. And then if you want to go to the luncheon, uh, you can get tickets for both the luncheon and the tour. Uh, same location, and that will be uh, for eighty dollars for the members and one hundred dollars for the non-members. And again, all questions will be answered by Calvin Finch and Jerry Parsons. And I can try to answer your questions, too. No, no, but, no, no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> is the lawyers still won't let me do that? Is that the deal? Uh, and this is for a fundraiser for so the this Green Spaces. This is a fundraiser for Green Spaces Alliance, and they do a lot of wonderful things around mm-hmm. around the area and in town. They are a part of uh, uh, identifying a lot of locations that uh, uh would be managed. They have a lot of their members manage their properties uh uh, to maintain aqua-friendly yeah. landscapes, and they their main pr- project is uh, community gardens throughout the 
throughout the city. They help develop those and manage those. They do, yeah. They do. And then the, uh, the so they're involved in conservation, uh, community gardens, and then education as mm-hmm. well. Kind of a three goals are in, in their mission, and they do education through involving uh, children. Uh, with photography, with getting them out in nature and getting them to to see uh, things for the purposes of, of photographing them. But it gets them a different perspective, so they have to notice things, which is really cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you can go to greensatx.org to learn more about the event, but also to learn more about Green Spaces Alliance. Okay, now, yes? do you have to pre-register? Yeah, I think uh, you there are, certainly for the luncheon. Yeah, the luncheon it's going to be best to pre-register because that's limited to the number of people for the tour. You can do it. Uh, they would prefer that you uh, did it in advance, but San Antonio being what it is, that people will probably wait to the last minute, and that's okay. For, <laughs> that's okay for the tour too. You would just get your uh, tickets at the at the Monte, and. Um, and the full name Monty in the Holly? Yeah, the Monte plus Ivy. Plus Ivy, Monty yeah. plus Ivy, sorry. Now, uh, this is a great thing, and we do this at the Water Saver Home Tour, uh, working with GVST. I, uh, the sites will be uh, manned by experts to answer your questions and mm-hmm. identify the plants in, in the location. And right. the owners, I, yeah, hmm? and, and the, the owners, owners. yeah. So I think a lot of those will be the master gardeners and volunteers from the Gardening Volunteers Society. Oh, good. Now, the tours are only from 8.30 to 11.30. Okay. So just for the three hours in the morning? Yeah, just for the three hours. But but they're walkable. That was a a unique thing. Oh, that's Uh, good. You can basically walk from one site to the other. Oh, that's really good. I do not remember how many sites there are. I want to say eight, but it could be as low as six. Yeah. Oh, I think there may be more. There may be more? In fact, let me go to... Yeah, um, go, go to the site, because last year they had 12 at Mount Vista, and I think they, they reduced it a little bit, but it still may be 12. All right. So when you when you sign up, when you... Let's say I want to go. Yeah, they'll have maps. So where do you go to sign up? Green, uh, S-A-T-X dot org. Green, S-A-T-X dot org. I mean, that's a website. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, you can't just walk up there. No, 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 you can. On the day of, you would go to the, uh, I'll get you the address of the restaurant, but it's on, okay. it's not a restaurant. It's where the gala is going to be. It's an event center. It's the Monte uh, Plus Ivy, and it's going, to, it's on South St. Mary's, just south of Parita. So then you get a, you get a, you register, give them your money, and I guess you get a map, right? Yeah. I, I would so. assume. Here, let me look under events. Yeah, you get a map of all the homes on the tour, oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And then because it is in King William. Um, okay, I'm looking uh, on Monty and Ivy Hall, or Monty plus Ivy Hall. Um, and I'm looking to see if it says a number. And I want to be careful because I remember the 12, too, but mm-hmm. you said last year was 12. so. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe it's the same as this year. So. Okay. But it's a number of homes. Yeah. And we'll find out. We'll get Gail on next week to talk about it a little bit, or uh, uh, the executive director. So we'll we'll give you more details. But go to uh, greensatx.org and then backslash events, and you'll see it. It's the first one to come up. So, all right. And a lot of information in Calvin's article and my essay today, Section C, back of the sports section. 
and uh, he gives all, all a lot of that information, in it, along with a pretty picture of uh, one of the backyards. I see they use a lot of uh, sago palms. Back yeah, there. I saw that. Uh, uh, right next to it looks like a, either a, 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 a small pool or waiting yeah, area. Yeah. And that is classic. Um, anybody who has a pool, um, yeah, use a lot of sagos. That's, that's a wonderful. <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't have pollen or leaves into the pool. That's true. That's true. I wonder if they let me t- take my shoes off and... Paddle my feet in that pool. We'll ask. If you pay your price, can you paddle your feet in the pool? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to discourage You may have to pay extra. I think <laughs> I, to pay. I, I think yeah, it, it is a fundraiser. It is a fundraiser, so yes. Let, let the fishes nibble at your toes. Yes, and nibble off all the yucky stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, 210, sorry, 308-8867. Kill the fish. <laughs> yes, sir, what you got? Okay, we got the now, next event is the uh, Water Saver Landscape Design School. Oh, okay. And that's on uh, that's Saturday, on 5th. May 5th, uh, from 8.30 till 1.30 p.m. at the Fair Oaks Ranch Country Club. This is a new location. That's a new Fair location. Fair Oaks Ranch Country Club. And, I want to uh, say 7900 Fair Oaks Parkway. Right. I just I just wrote this up. Yeah, uh, on Wednesday. So that's seven nine hundred Farrow Parkway, Farrow's Ranch. Uh, the cost for this is uh, thirty dollars for an individual, fifty dollars for two members of a household. Uh, for you give money, you get four presentations on xeriscaping, design, improving soil and plant selection. Uh, you get a, a one-on-one ideal consultation, and you get three full-color plant and landscape guides. Uh, that's pretty a pretty good deal. And uh, presented by uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas in partnership with the San Antonio Water System and Trinity uh, Glen Rose Groundwater Conservation District. I understand the first speaker is incredibly intelligent and handsome. No, they had him last year, and it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I wonder who the first speaker could be. <laughs> I don't know, but they said he bombed know. out last year. Oh, dear. <laughs> Maybe they'll just get Mark instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the way you sign up for it, if you're interested, is uh, go to gardeningvolunteers.org. That's gardeningvolunteers.org. I think it's the same thing. I think it's events uh, or education. Slash uh, design dash school slash backslash. So uh, anyway, if you go to the gardeningvolunteers.org uh, website, you'll see the design school mentioned on there and you need to sign up uh, before and that's that's, like I said May 5th May 5th Cinco de Mayo education May 5th that's coming up pretty quick yes it is as in next week is that next week yeah 
It's next Saturday. Yeah, so that's why it's uh, please sign up soon. Now space is limited, so uh, go online, sign that, sign up for that. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Bye from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm so eager to tell you about all the things that are on sale because we've got color, color, color. Let's start off with colorful, beautiful vincas. They're on sale. This Texas superstar blooms in shades of pink, rose, white, and red. It's excellent in flower beds. And Millburgers carries the disease-resistant series called Cora. Now find it in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. One of the things that Millburgers is really high on is Summer Snapdragon, or Angelonia. This Texas superstar comes in white or pink, purple, and lavender. It's heat-tolerant, and it's just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Caladiums. Now, just 4.88 in the 6-inch pot. Millburgers has Mexican Heather on sale for just 4.88 in the 1-gallon container. And Bougainvillea, come see all the beautiful Bougainvillea at Millburgers. You've never seen such colors. Now, in the 12-inch, ready-to-use Use pot for just sixteen eighty eight. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. We live with hard water in San Antonio, but you don't need to thanks to a great deal from Alamo Water Softeners. Get a Vesta 45 filtration system, which will eliminate water stains and make drinking water from the tap the norm. Their price $3,195. The Marketplace price only $2,000. Details on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. For years, I've suspected U.S. and other world aid that has gone to the so-called Palestinians was being used to underwrite terrorism. Now, the Washington Free Beacon reports that some members of Congress want to compel the State Department to reveal how much it has given to convicted terrorists and their families. Representative David McKinley, Republican of West Virginia, and John Ratcliffe, a Texas Republican, are asking for a complete freeze on aid to the Palestinian government. This follows passage of the Taylor Force Act, which requires Palestinians Palestinians to stop these payments or face a cutoff of aid. The letter follows a free beacon report that the Palestinian Authority continues to spend American tax dollars on terrorists. Palestinian officials say they have no intention of following the new law, and that's another and compelling reason to freeze the aid now. Iran is the world's largest underwriter of terrorism. The U.S. should not be a part of efforts to destroy Israel and kill Jews. The new law should be enforced. Let's hope members of Congress can compel the State Department to obey it. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Psalm 127, verse 4 says, Like arrows in the hands of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. Each day with our children is an opportunity to shape and sharpen those arrows before we release them into the world. So how can we know we're shaping and pointing them in the right direction? 
Join Family Life in select movie theaters across the country on May 1st and 3rd for the premiere of the movie Like Arrows, a faith-based film about parenting with purpose. Like Arrows is in theaters for two nights only, May 1st and 3rd, and it casts a powerful vision for parents, reminding us that nothing is more important than having God and His Word directing our lives and our families. To view the trailer or find theaters near you, visit likearrowsmovie.com. Again, that's likearrowsmovie.com. Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. And uh, I believe uh, if you go down to the river walk and you see Rosita's Bridge. I was, I was going to ask you, is that Ro- yes. Rosita Fernandez? Yeah. So, that's who the bridge is named after. Uh, well, welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Got a question from the crowd, so he's a little nervous, so don't don't beat him up too much. But uh, <laughs> yes, sir, what you got there? You're on the air. How can we help you? Hi, guys. Um, what I have, I have a, I believe it's a live oak. Um, it's about 15, 20 foot tall, and every year it gets this white powdery stuff on it, and um, it lasts probably throughout the year, and then mm-hmm. it dies off, and then it comes back nice and green, but then it starts to get that powder on there again. Yeah, this is actually a Baroque B-U-R. So some people put another R on the end. Um, it does better. Uh, I, I ask you where you're lo- where you're located. It does better on deeper soils, a little further east, but it'll do okay here. Um, this is a powdery mildew, and many of these get it. Okay. It, it is rare that they don't get it. This particular uh, species of oak. It is deciduous, so like you're saying, is uh, the leaves will drop, it goes away. Don't worry about. It. Uh, and then it comes back every year. Right. Some years we have a lot of rain. It's going to be a little bit more prevalent. So it is uh, prevalent in, in humid, hot conditions. Okay. It's not really life-threatening. Oh. What it's going to do is slow down the growth of the tree just a little bit. Okay. But not 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 be a, a serious problem. It's still pretty green. It, uh, it's a little lighter than what you might want to like it to be, but uh, it's it's not too bad. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. You can do some of the lower leaves, and the lower leaves are going to be the ones that will be most effective if you look at it. Uh, you, can, you can spray those with a fungicide uh, or something more organic called plant wash, and that's the name of the product. Uh, but you can use that. Um, 
we can go really, really organic and get some cornmeal and soak that and, and then, then spray the what we soaked it in uh, on that. But bottom line, it's not a serious problem. Okay. But it is frequent. You see this on this on this particular baroque all the time. Okay. I was, and I really was concerned about uh, my neighbors. I really was concerned about our neighbors. Um, the, their tree is probably about a foot, maybe two, from our tree. Yeah. So I was just worrying about transferring. Yeah, as I said, it's very, that. very common. It's okay. in the air. Um, what you'll see is a lot of times you'll see crepe myrtles get this. Yeah. And uh, same, same uh, type of fungus, maybe okay. a different little species. Um, and they frequently get it uh, in a shadier location. The last thing I'm going to ask is, how do you water your grass? Every yeah, how do you, is it an in-ground system? Oh, no, 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 it's not an in-ground system. Is it, it's, but it's you put a sprinkler, sprinkler up? put a sprinkler up. All right, make sure you don't hit the foliage. That will exacerbate ah. it. So, and then I was going to say is tell your neighbors as well. Uh, try to not hit the foliage because, again, you'll see the lower foliage get it more often than the top part. Right. It uh, has a higher humidity, relative mm. humidity. So hitting, yeah. the, hitting it with the, the sprinkler. And just the fact that it's inside the tree, lower part of the tree, it's got a higher relative humidity, it's going to get it more often. That's exactly what happens. Okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, so, thanks for coming so, up. Yeah, so don't worry about it. But if you want to spray it, you can spray it with a little fungicide. All right, good job. Wade, good, you did great. 210-308-8867 is our number. Like this gentleman, you can come on up and ask your gardening question in person. Uh, 210-308-8867 if you just want to call in. So why is it called a burr oak? Because if you look at the acorn, it has a fringe on the top. Yeah. An old-fashioned way to say that those are burrs if you've ever worked with metal or wood. Oh. If you have little shavings. That, okay. Those are called burrs. Is he making yeah. this up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. And why is live oak? Somebody so? else made it up, and he's uh, repeating oh, <laughs> The first liar is gospel? And, yeah. Uh, and why is live oak live oak? Yeah, why is it, it called live oak? It appears to be live all the time. It appears to be evergreen. Oh, okay. So it has to do with its evergreen nature? Uh-huh. I didn't know But that. it's really semi-evergreen. Oh. Because it loses leaves for about 10 days every year, approximately mid-March. Yeah, and they all fall in the back of my pickup. Yeah. Uh. It's amazing. <laughs> and then they, then they put out all the pollen. <laughs> and they're all in Jerry's neighbor's yard. <laughs> <laughs> or is that a different tree? No, that's red oak. That's red oak, okay. All right, 210-308-8867, just disappears. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, I don't know how that happens. And then suddenly they... they Different leaves, not the same one, just yeah. appear on you. I never rake a leaf. No. 40-foot tree. Yeah. Amazing. It's a miracle. So what else you got to go in there? <laughs> that, uh, oh, did he, you, he was just looking for something, wasn't he? Yeah. Looking for uh, some, Somebody pointed out to me uh, that uh, that uh, there's such a thing as a dwarf uh, vitex. I, I had not heard of one. I but, have not heard of one either. Uh, Neil Sperry's uh, article oh, in today's yeah. paper said it's blue diddly. Blue diddly. Well, wasn't the reader asking mm-hmm. about how can I keep my vitex six and a half feet? Yes. And he goes, well, yeah, prune it all the time, and it will look 
aesthetically unpleasant after a while. Yeah. But is there a dwarf Vitex? I don't know. That's what he says. He even gives a name. Blue diddly. Blue diddly. <laughs> they had to play a bow diddly? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. So. Okay, blue diddly. And, uh, but anyway, I, I don't think, I don't know if we have any or not. I've never heard of it. I've, I've never heard of it either. But anyway, the, the way to keep your Vitex plant from six and a half feet tall is to cut it down to the ground every three years. Yeah, yeah did we, didn't we discuss it whether it be one to one to three or every year or every other year? Yeah. To, I think we basically said one to three years. Yeah. And then that keeps us. And that'll keep it uh, from being turned into a tree, mm-hmm. which they they can turn into a, a small tree. And I know that works. Uh, it didn't kill any of the Vitex. They, they did that at the Botanical Garden. Over there by my by my uh, demonstration bed or experimental bed. We did the same thing for Cenizo. Oh, okay. yeah. Every three yeah. years, right down to the ground, and people would be horrified, and yet, yeah, they back, come back. Come looks, back. Looks pretty. Yeah. It doesn't have that die back in the center like the regular Cenizos do. When you let them let right. them grow over big, and same way with that. Uh, 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 Greg guy, uh, Salvia Greg guy. Yes. So every after, like after every three gets, years, we just cut it right down on the ground. People are horrified, but what yeah. do we always say? Cutting does not mean killing. There you go. To cut, a lot of people think to cut to is him. to kill. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll have to look into this bow diddly, blue blue diddly. I'm yeah. sorry, can't get bow diddly out of my <laughs> mind. But uh, anyway, uh, Neil talks about a, a new dwarf uh, Vitek. But like I say, you can do that with a cutting. And uh, the the regular Vitex is a Texas superstar. And we had a, had a lot of them here available earlier on in the season, I think. But when they bloomed, they, they pretty well sold out, sold them all out. Um, some here's some poor lady that said uh, her yard got a fungus four years ago, and she had a beautiful green yard, but now she only has dirt and weeds. That's that's where my I said I think that's the number number one question we always get. Yeah, because yeah. I know the answer to this, and it is the number one question. And Neil, Neil uh, didn't. She didn't give him much information. She said, "I'm a 60-year-old grandmother living alone. I can still mow, but right now, there's almost nothing to mow. Help." And uh, that's not enough information. But Neil, Neil thinks it's shade. Uh, it's shaded. I would out agree. Over a period of time like that, and uh, my. Uh, I, I I decided between between my uh, uh, oak sprouts and my encroaching Asian jasmine. Oh, I thought you were going to say horse herb. No, well, horse herb too. That's in the backyard, but in the front yard, I've got oak sprouts uh, and and encroaching uh, Asian jasmine uh-huh. that's taken. 
two-thirds of my front yard. And, and the only place I've still got Floratam left or, or St. Augustine left is where the sun hits. Yeah. And and that's a lot of people know that, oh, I can do uh, St. Augustine in the shady area. Yeah. But what we found out with our tests, saw tests, that was one of the first things I did when I joined SAWS as uh, administrator of this test. We found Floratam did better in the full sun. Oh, sure. And yeah. he out-competed some of the Bermudas. Yeah. But I was going to say, as far as the uh, root sprouts and the Asiatic jasmine are concerned, that's a wonderful combination. Why? Oh, yeah. And they look, you, look they, like they yeah, got the same foliage. <laughs> you can't tell them apart. Yeah, they got the same foliage, and, and I don't have to water them. Yeah. You don't have to water. People always ask. It says, what can I do about those root sprouts? And I say, plant Asiatic jasmine. You can't tell the difference. There you go. And mow them. And then mow them once a year. No problem. So uh, I'm I'm rooting for the oak sprouts and Asian jasmine to take on my entire front yard. So I'll I'll mow it less often, and and I've quit watering anyway. So... uh, uh, what was that? Quit watering them? Absolutely. Oh, that's fantastic. Oak sprouts. <laughs> they don't need a lot of water. A lot, a lot of the trees still alive. But and I imagine if the tree died, the oak sprouts would be there for a little while yes, longer. Yes, they would. Yes. But anyway, that's just my situation. Uh, he he recommended uh, he recommended the uh, some of the uh, shade tolerant. Uh, plants and then she wouldn't have to mow mow as as often as she has been when she had grass um let's see somebody wanted to put a red maple autumn blaze red maple i uh in the hill country i asked uh What's your name? Milton. Yeah, Milton. Yeah, I asked Milton to look at up again because I knew it was a cross, but I couldn't remember what cross it was. It was a cross between that particular one that he mentioned, or that the the reader wanted to know about, is Autumn Blaze, and that is a cross between red maple and silver maple. Oh Lord! Yeah. And Jerry, where where is the nearest <laughs> red maple and silver maple to San Antonio? Probably Minnesota. Well, no, I was going to say Texarkana is probably oh, okay. about, about, about <laughs> three, four hundred miles away. So uh, yeah, no. and, and Neil recommended yeah. that uh, big tooth maples. Yeah, that's the way to go. And uh, if if you want to go into a maple deal, and even the big tooth maple is not a, I mean it it has to be uh, dealt with. I mean to yes. carefully deal with. I always with. tell people people want to plant big tooth maples or you know maples in general, but big tooth maples is mimic what you see up in the lost maples. Right. So put them on the east side of a house or north side of a house. Make it just like a canyon, so you're protecting them. Uh, particular bark they have very thin bark. Yeah. You need to protect them uh, from the hot western sun. Especially when you plant them, when you when you first plant oh, them. first plant them, yes. You know, they in the hill country, they put the seed, cut cedar trees and put around them. Put them around the base of it? Around the base of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Stack, yeah. stack them around the, the stack trunk. Them, stack them around the trunk. So uh, they have they have to be t- taken care of. What about that... Uh, 
I, th- I, get, I get mixed reviews on that Shantung. I was going to say, are you going to talk about the Shantung, Maple? <laughs> you know, yeah. some people like it. Some people say it doesn't do that, well. That yeah. was, isn't that a superstar? Yeah. Okay. Yes. But the, you can't, the, can't hardly find them. Yeah. They're, they're rare. The uh, the review is mixed on them. Yeah, okay. I mean, That's what I've Every time you I've see uh, an uh, arborist or uh, an Aggie site talking about them, uh, the review is mixed. Okay. Uh, plant at your own risk. Chantung maple. But uh, the, every I remember that that tree came out of Oklahoma, or at least. Uh, no, it, well, were, it came out of northern uh, China. Yeah, but, but I mean, but, I mean that's the way I came through through. So I think growers. Enid. Enid, Oklahoma, coming around. Yeah, some growers in Oklahoma were growing it. So we figured, again, that if they'd grow in Oklahoma, they'd grow down here. But uh, things happened. Uh, but if people want maples. They want maples. They want pine trees and they want maples. Yeah. For folks who move to San Antonio. <laughs> and we have limited options on both, unfortunately. Somebody asked if the... Pistachio tree is the same thing as the pistache tree. Yes. And they're the same. Names are interchangeable or uh, the names are interchangeable. Way back when, when the agricultural commissioner at that time, I can't remember, I think it's Jim Hightower, uh, he introduced that as a plant for the entire state of Texas. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't, really, I didn't remember that. Yeah, um, but I learned it as pistache, and other people learned it as pistachio. Yeah, it's Chinese pistache. The first one, the first ones in San Antonio were planted at the the uh, old uh, USDA research station over there on the south side. There's some big ones over there, and uh, the. Uh, they they were they were looking at it as a rootstock for the edible pistachio, uh, and uh, one of the biggest trees were was on. Uh, can you think of the name of the street over there by Phoenix? And uh, they they had a great big one over there, and actually you could see where the uh, uh, they had grafted uh, the edible pistache onto that hmm. Chinese pistache. Did it work? And they're compatible, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, for a little while, I mean, I mean, it wasn't big limbs or like pecans on pecan, but uh, I don't know whether they had a had a um, incompatibility problem or what. But it it never it never it, took off. Never took off. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Boulevardy Road, and I'm so eager to tell you about all the things that are on sale because we've got color, color, color. Let's start off with colorful, beautiful vincas. They're on sale. This Texas superstar blooms in shades of pink, rose, white, and red. It's excellent in flower beds, and Millburgers carries the disease-resistant series called Cora. Now find it in the four-inch pot for just 88 cents each. One of the things that Millburgers is really high on is Summer Snapdragon, or Angelonia. This Texas superstar comes in white or pink, purple, and lavender. It's heat tolerant, and it's just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Caladiums. Now, just 4.88 in the 6-inch pot. Millburgers has, has Mexican Heather on sale for just 4.88 in the 1-gallon container. And Bougainvillea, come see all the beautiful Bougainvillea at Millburgers. You've never seen such colors. Now, in the 12-inch, ready to Use pot for just sixteen eighty eight. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same mask as this. Paging Dr. Furrytail, Dr. Furrytail, you're wanted in the East Attic. Yours is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. Uh, which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel. Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels... And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Critter Victor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045. Man, that's my boy. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Destiny's here. Or should I say, I am. The movie Avengers Infinity War focuses in on our favorite Marvel supers. They rally together to battle a cosmic tyrant who's set on destroying half the universe. This latest superhero pick is the biggest and most sweeping film of its kind. The best label I can give it is more. There's more heroism, more self-sacrifice, but be prepared for more crude references, more violence, and more death, too. In fact, for kids who fully embrace the Marvel Universe, this could be a very different difficult movie to watch. With that in mind, I'll give the newest Avenger pick two and a half glowing gems out of five for family friendliness. For more on this superhero film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face, and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great Discount Syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. Log on to the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Oh, Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, The Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace. 
Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. We may have a horse herb question, so uh, do you want to be a part of that? I know oh, you're talking yeah. to we'll get, we'll get I'll get Trace a headphone, too. Um, Sharon is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Sharon. How are you doing? Sharon, are you there? Yep, I think we lost Sharon. Okay, Sharon, we'll try to give us a call right back, and uh, let's see if we can't get you back on talk about your horse herb. Trace is up on the porch with us. Hi, Trace. What's going on? I'm just stopping by to see what other what other things y'all have gotten me into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing good for you. We're keeping you busy. Okay, so uh, do you want to discuss any of those? you want to uh, focus on Stephanotis? Stephanotis. Okay. Plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. All right, so Stephanotis, it's a really cool little tropical vine. It's got dark glossy leaves and um, very fragrant white bloom we found out mm-hmm. uh, it's a tropical so I would grow it in a pot similar to how you would do manavias move them in and out for cold but a fascinating story about this is a, a young lady had came in to a store I was at working many many years ago and she started crying when she saw it Yeah, because this plant was her house she had a wooden frame house mm-hmm. oh and then and this was her walls and her roof wow and uh so i always think back to that when i when i look at this plant and how easily one plant can uh, can change someone's life yeah i mean and, and people are very attached to them and stuff and because it's part of their world it's part of their environment hey so one of the things recommended for um um indoor as an indoor plant what do you think one of the websites um, they were basically saying because it was tropical. I, that was the only. Yeah, well, it has to be indoors it. when it's got cold. Okay. Uh, other than that, I think it needs to be outside. Okay. So how are we doing on numbers? Uh, I walked by them. I want to say seven or eight. Okay. So they're going. Uh, people are taking advantage of this. Go look about them online. They're also used in wedding bouquets and stuff like that uh, for their fragrance and their beauty. Uh, but we've got this one is fourteen ninety nine in the one-gallon container. And with just seven left, either you need to come on over here now, or if you're on your way, call 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and say, hey, put aside a couple of Stephanotis or Madagascar, Madagascar Jasmine yeah. uh, for us. Hey, Trace, hang with us a second. We've got uh, Sharon back on the line. I think, uh, hi, Sharon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I have a plant that I uh, tried to get identified on the Internet, and they said it was horse weed. It's a tall, <laughs> it's growing up tall, skinny. Is it a weed? Well, now, there are things called horse herb. Now, it's a low plant with no, no, a little is, yellow flower. This is growing uh, up to a foot and, 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 a and foot? growing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, right, so I, I think it's horsetail reed. Horsetail weed? Reed. Reed. R-E-E-D. So it's a bog plant. Mm, I don't All skinny know. spikes. They, they yeah, have, it's spiky on the have, top. They have or knuckles uh, up and down have, the stem. It, the leaves just kind of come out all the way up. Um, right, but and it's, it's tall, skinny, uh, smaller than a pencil. And if you follow that stem up, does it, does it have knuckles where it looks like it's, instead of a straight piece, it got crooked and then back up again? They're not crooked, but uh, no, like a graft. Me, let me walk back out there and look at it. Uh, okay. It, uh, I think it's a weed, but I'm not positive. Anything you don't want is a weed. Uh, well, well, this is it, true, but it's <laughs> in a place it could stay. It's uh, The leaves are about three inches long, two and a half, three inches long, and... Uh, they just kind of go up all the way. Uh, up and down the stem? Up and down the stem all the way. Does and it have a flower? Uh, Does it, it have a little flower? Yet. It hasn't yet, but I think it will. Um, yeah. Um, there, it, there's what we're thinking is... Little leaves growing you know, on the... I would like you to... The, and the grooves between the on the leaves, and it's got little hairs on the leaves, on the inside of the leaves, in the inside part of the leaves. If you're really, really lucky, that could be a standing cypress, but that would be kind of rare. Mm. Uh, I'm leaning more towards... It came uh, up wild in the pot. It's growing in a pot, and I've got it several different places in the yard. I'm thinking globe willow. Yeah. And what's that? But, Tell me. Is it a weed? Uh, it is a tree that God yeah, plants could, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you normally see it in uh, in like creek beds and places like that, but the, wherever the seed floats and lands, it can come up. Yeah. Bring yeah. bring me a sample into the store. And yeah, there we yeah. go. Um, but it could be. <laughs> yeah. It could be what I'm thinking is uh, what I'm saying a backrest uh, field willow, globe willow. Um, that's that's frequent. So it may be a small tree, or it may be just a little a, little. It's growing plant. as a bush. I mean, it's you know, it's all on one plant, and it's got a oh, and maybe yeah. twin stems coming up on it. Hey, um, any, anything else, guys? Okay. Bring me a sample. Yeah, bring us a sample. Yeah, we'll be samples. here tomorrow. Bring us a sample tomorrow, Sharon. We've got to say goodbye for today. Blake, we're going to see if we can't get your number and uh, call you tomorrow and help you out in the beginning of the show or give us a call back tomorrow. Thanks to Mark Peterson coming in. He'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks to Dr. Parsons. Thanks to Al back at the station getting on your calls on the air. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you tomorrow back here at Millburgers. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.